0: welcome to another episode of the roach coach podcast the journey to create the new metal canon my name is lauren kozlowski with me as always is the indigo angel jennifer sosha hello and the original Roach rider mr matt naz keep it rolling baby there we go ladies and gentlemen we're back with you back for another episode of the roach coach podcast this week talking about who's tweeting who's tweeting
1: Who is?
0: That's right. A whole app all about your feedback, your letters, your messages, your queries. We're going to dig all into it. Also, maybe talk about a little new news. New
1: news. It's the news.
0: But first, we've got to talk about who's got a correction. Who's
2: got a correction?
1: (laughs) Who does? Oops, a typo.
0: And the correction is, is from us. You know what? We're human, we make mistakes. Did we boof it? I boofed it, my memory boofed it. A rare moment, a rare moment of my memory boofing it. So on our epic Mariah Carey episode from late last year, I told a story, an anecdote about my senior year of high school and our class song, which I said was End of the Road by Boys to Men, and how it was played at my senior breakfast. And at one point, the song started eulogizing passed away civil rights leaders. And Jenny, you said that that didn't sound right to you, but you weren't sure how. Hey. Another eagle eared listener of the show. Our close personal friend, Amber Hunt, she heard this and she said, that is wrong. But she was not sure (laughs) what song it was. So she got hunting with her. Apparently, entire family was
1: tasked. Oh, yeah. She was like, she was lit up about it. She was determined to find it. She put her husband, Nate, on the case as well. It It was a family affair. And so,
0: after many weeks of searching, I received a message that Nate had indeed discovered that the song that I was thinking of, and apparently my class song that I have been misquoting for years, was indeed Boys to Men, but their song, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday, specifically the version that was played at my senior breakfast, the gospel version. And So Amber sent that over and so I when she sent me this link which Matt I sent over to you
2: I got it right here.
0: I hit play on it and indeed it starts and I go oh yeah this this for one does make a little bit more sense as a senior song. But then I went and took my finger and I, I panned over to about three minutes into the YouTube video and indeed I heard Martin Luther King <laughs> and everything I, let's, let's see so we're at
2: like three, are we at three 306
0: how long is this like six minutes this
2: four minutes and 16 seconds
0: okay I think it might be I, I, I just know that I just did a casual skim of my finger And when I took it off, the first thing I heard was the guy go, Malcolm X. Mother of the King. Like it was like right there, but. All right, let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Our dedication to those who have been dear to us and who have paved the way for artists of our time. Through them, we've been able to express our creativity. And many talents to the world today. Sarah Vaughn, Sammy Davis Jr. Nat King Cole, Bessie Smith, Malcolm X, (laughs) Dr. Martin.
2: Now I'm not laughing at this dedication. I'm laughing at how preposterous your high school choosing committee was. Like, I went to Eisenhower High School in Shelby Township, Michigan, aka Washington Township. We had two people of color, like in the whole school. If we chose this, which is like Sarah Vaughn, like hard. Core, root, like people who put the music industry on their back, carried it forward, did the work. And I'm like, also, my buddy Kegger, who <laughs> <laughs> we totally rocked those Friday nights with. Class of
1: 1998. ACTs were tough. Yeah, we fucking. But we made it through. We did
2: it like <laughs> Nina Simone when she. <laughs> 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 no,
1: no, it's just did. that <laughs> it, I, it's just that you didn't. Good job graduating high school, but boy, oh
0: boy, <laughs> it, it, it's different. I, here's the thing i I may have misremembered the song, but I will never forget just these photo after photo of are extremely white graduating class and then just malcolm x and it's like this shot of like ian and you're like nah, 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 nah. and then somebody going um okay we got to change this and then just bringing it back to the beginning of the song that will be with me forever so a big thank you to the entire hunt family much appreciated that you did this hard work. the class of 1998. Well, this is the class of 2000. Oh. Shou- shouts to the class of 2000. I do still stand by the fact that if you had picked either of my choices, you would have saved yourself a little bit of embarrassment. But it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, it, at the same time, it is hard to imagine that same video montage with Chemical Brothers setting sun, but it would be different. It True. would be different.
2: Uh, well, at least it wasn't Steve Miller's bands. Steve Miller bands fly like an eagle because we were what? The Eisenhower Eagles. Wow. That was
1: your senior song. Oh,
2: wait. Nope. Ours was 10,000 uh, Maniacs. These are days.
1: Oh.
0: Mm. The well. year before us was Fly Like an Eagle.
1: What a song. Woo! Do-do-do. What a song.
0: I, uh, I think I've told the story before that my roommate McCarty's class song was God Smack Whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I feel didn't, like... Didn't the
0: the, the school p- president just
2: go, whatever?
0: Well, what happened was it was up to vote and everyone voted for that song. It was a unanimous winner. Couldn't stop it. And then... Someone told a teacher or the principal or someone that there was a swearer in it, and they took it out mm. and I used to be remember i used to be able to remember what the replacement song was oh, I think it was green day i the th- green day uh, good written wow. time of your life time of your life yeah but
1: come on. Classic censorship. Could
0: it? Censorship.
1: More like max. censorship.
0: You got, you got it right there. So yeah, yeah slippery thing. slope.
1: What's, <laughs> next? What's, what's next? What's next? <laughs> you can't tell me that whatever can't be my class song. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, <laughs> what's exactly. next, Mr. Putin? Some... Ah! Exactly. That's exactly. It. Well, speaking of high school, mm. speaking of I think Shelby Township even, really. Mm. I can't remember this man's exact origin, but we received some disturbing news from listener Garrett Fuller. His new metal coming back. I don't know, but Kid Rock did announce his return to his new metal roots. He plans a farewell tour. Kid Rock marked his 50th birthday by performing for his close family and friends. What an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And before his fans around the world by way of a live feed. During the performance, Rock raised more than $200,000 for Barstool Fund. The fund is intended to directly support business owners who were shut down. Okay, that's fine. Then he also said he was going to do another album, returning to his new metal roots, and uh, that he's going to retire. Did I miss anything, Lauren? So,
0: no, I mean, you basically nailed it, is that, yeah, he's he's announcing his retirement, but he's also announcing that he's going to come back to new metal. And, oh, there is one, I think, Jenny, that you, this was, uh, this was a purposeful omission, is that this <laughs> isn't just any album, final album that Kid Rock is going to put out. Matt, I want you to do some quick new metal math here, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Not one disc. Boop, boom. Not not two discs. Boop, boop, boop. Three discs.
2: <laughs> a three
0: discs. Wow. Sound. Triple album. Triple album. He says oh, my God. It's going to have 10 country songs. 10 rock songs, 10 hip hop songs, and 20 unreleased tracks.
1: So, where does the new metal come into this?
0: I'm assuming that's the rock part.
1: You have to play the rock CD and the hip hop CD at the same time.
0: Yep, yeah, it's a Zurika situation. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Kid Rock in 2021. like. I'm going to need everybody to get two CD players.
2: Two? <laughs> <laughs> you know what everybody's favorite Flaming Lips
0: album is? The one where they needed three CD players. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Everybody wanted it. Uh, <sighs> I think I had an MP3 download at one point of somebody who had just pl- mixed them all together. And I remember it was one of those things where I'm like, ooh, what a cool thing to like download off of LimeWire. And then I remember thinking, I'm never gonna listen to this. And listeners? No. I never, li- I, never did. And, I never did. And
2: guess what? I never did.
0: So Kid Rock is uh, is um is retiring. That's what he is saying. Jenny, you think this retirement's gonna gonna stick?
1: No. No way. There's no way. A person who celebrates their birthday by making their friends and family watch them perform will never retire performance. <laughs> Mark my words.
2: I I think Jenny's on to something here. Mm-hmm. There is also something about saying, Hey, guess what? Triple album, two and a half hours of uncut rock. <laughs> like that means, that's this is like Kiss's farewell tour, you know, where it's like, ah, this is the last one that's been happening since you and I were in high school.
0: It's very true. Kiss have been saying goodbye for a long time.
2: I think they finally, finally did.
0: Okay. I'm just going to say right now, we probably can't talk about Kiss anymore because... There are many Kiss podcasts, and we don't need to add to that. <laughs> what didn't? Isn't this the episode where we talk about the format change? <laughs> we just
1: yeah, we,
2: because don't we just want to get roasted on Reddit?
0: Uh, you, you know <laughs> what? I'll, every day. All I'm gonna say about Kiss is very successful.
1: Hey.
2: Ah, uh,
0: what is? It? Yes. Love Gun. St- Strutter.
2: Deuce. Deuce. <laughs>
1: All right. Let's
0: leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Let's walk
2: away. Push yourself away from the table and walk out.
0: That's it. You just say that. Just go up, and you walk out. All right. Well, thank you, Garrett, for letting us know. Um, I guess, you know what? If this is the end, what a legacy for Kid Rock. Right? Sure. All hits, no misses with that guy. Who's... (laughs) (laughs) next we got (laughs) it (laughs) too by lauren your nose grew (laughs) oh i know there it is uh next up we got to talk about who's emailing who's emailing
1: i will tell you who bill hamster uh emailed us with the subject a corn conundrum nice title pretty new listener here and hoping y'all can help me finally get to the bottom of this I ended up with lots of weird singles and import CDs in the 90s and early 2000s, and at some point I swear I came across a Korn song, not sure if it was a B-side or what, that borrowed something from their song Kick the PA from the Spawn soundtrack. Either some lines of lyrics or a vocal melody, but my memory is hazy and I've lost the CDs and mp3 files by now, so I've been unable to figure it out again. I end up thinking about this and Googling to no avail every few months, and I even asked Brian from the Street Fight, the the P.O.D. cast, but he's not aware of it. Maybe you guys have some idea of what I'm talking about and can finally settle this in my mind. Thanks, K-H-P-S. I'm the dude from Twitter who's doing a series of remixes of new metal songs, if you're into that sort of thing, P-P-S. I hope that one day you visit Ultra's Bank's second album. Even if you didn't dig the first one, I still think they're an underrated band and their second record is pretty good. Now back to the mystery that Mm. is afoot here. This will be a shock to no one. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) So please, if you are done fainting now, let's (laughs) Lauren, Matt, do you, are you familiar with this song? You know what?
0: I, this did not ring any bells for me. And I did a quick cursory Google, but then I didn't see anything. And then I was like, this is probably what he did. And so I felt like we can kind of put this out to our listeners who have unearthed some incredible things for us in the past, some things that we just needed to Google ourselves. But I, uh, I'm not really familiar with. Corn sort of co-opting anything from kick the PA into anything else. But I don't know too much about their deep B sides, if there are any deep B sides that we need to know about. Matt?
2: Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have to rely on the Road and Indigo Angels. We're shooting up a corn
0: flare. There it is. Big K in the sky. Can you help? So once again, being specific, the ask is we're looking for deep b-side a b-side or a remix or something that takes something from kick the pa a lyric a line or a vocal melody but it's another completely different song i mean this isn't a complete this isn't a crazy idea at all because i know i have encountered songs by many an artist that i love and you hear a b-side or a deep cut and you hear oh that's they took that and that made the album, and this was like the side track that didn't quite make it. Um, I've heard some Death and Above tracks like that, some rarities and B-sides where you can tell, oh, yeah, they took a little bit of that, and they put that on the album. You know, but I mean, it might be a reverse situation where the song that he's thinking of was what they pulled from to make Kick the PA. Either way, I don't know what the song is, but I want it. Now I'm invested, we're invested. So if anyone has any, uh, any tips, let us know. Shoot us a DM, shoot us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Subject line corn conundrum solved.
1: Let us hope, let us pray for this mystery to be solved. Thank Indeed. you for writing. Thank you.
0: Michael Hayfield sent us an email subject blind spot, New Zealand. Hey Roach Coach, I was wondering if anyone has recommended Blind Spot, their debut self titled album. They're from My Country of New Zealand. They are one of the bigger bands here and made quite a name touring around the country. Thanks. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. And indeed, Blind the Blind Spot push is real. And we've gotten it from people all over, but now we're getting it straight from New Zealand, which once again I, I'm sure you're doing great down there. Where they got like no cases, one case
1: props something like that jealous
0: uh he probably sent that to us from like a restaurant
1: full of people <laughs> full of people loved ones friends
0: <laughs> yes. he probably did some casual high fives and open mouth kisses right after it too anyway <laughs> i'm projecting uh blind spot the push for blind spot is real they are on the long list i think it goes out saying a blind spot episode will happen so thank you, thank you for continuing the blind spot push.
1: All right, we got an email from Chris M. It says, "Ignore the." Ha-. It says the subject line is, "Ignore the haters and keep being you." Now this is an email I'd open without a second thought. <laughs> you know the contents aren't going to be <laughs> shitty. Uh, this is a long email, so I just want to prepare you to hear me talk for a moment. Here we go. Hi, Lauren, Jennifer, and Matt. I've sent you guys a few Facebook messages before, usually after listening to a coach episode or a favorite new metal album. OMG, Roach Coach should totally do this one. But this message is being written stone sour sober after listening to your inaugural who's tweeting episode. Buckle up. This email is not respectful of your time. I took a gander on the new metal subreddit. Woof. I was going to DM you with my own Reddit account, but I decided I didn't want you to see the insane ramblings I've posted currently secured behind the beautiful warm blanket of internet anonymity. And I guess that's my point. Reddit is an echo chamber full of elitists and you'll be criticized for even the tiniest ideas that go against the hive mind. I think you guys are handling the bad press fine. Just in case, I want to relay the message that your podcast is perfect just the way it is. Personally, I came across you guys while searching Rammstein in the podcast app on my iPhone, which led me to the... Sens- how, Matt, how is this, uh, that album pronounced?
2: Oh, Seinsucht.
1: Thank you, episode. As a Rammstein superfan, I loved your take on the album. It was refreshing to hear general fans of new Metal react to the album in its entirety, along with hearing your personal history with the band and album and all the funny chatter about the literal absurdity of Rammstein. If I wanted to get into a serious argument about Engel versus Hast, I'd go on the freaking Rammstein subreddit subreddit and talk to the other superfans. Your varying musical backgrounds allow all three of you to react to the music in ways a new metal head would never even dream of. And I think that is the magic of your podcast. The backdrop is the new metal canon, but the flavor is the genuine camaraderie between the three of you. The easy conversation, the silly voices and characters, the laughs and awkward moments. You truly captured the essence of the special friendships that develop around shared music. It makes me, as a listener, feel like you are my friends, even though we've never met and likely never will. During the pandemic, it's been tough to have regular band practices to drink beer and listen to music with friends or go to concerts. And I think you three have taken the place of that in many listeners' lives. Even my wife, a Taylor Swift slash country junkie, enjoys listening to you react because she's had to sit through hours and hours of new metal bands in the car. (laughs) And most of the time is like, WTF, are you listening to now, Chris? The evolution of your show has also helped make it even more enjoyable. I'd like to draw a comparison to two bands here. Korn and Linkin Park, all those neckbeards on R slash Nu Metal, they'll forever put Hybrid Theory and Korn's self-titled album on a pedestal and always, always want version 2.0. But the thing is, good bands evolve to keep it fresh. The reason why those bands have been around for 20 plus years is because they challenge themselves to reinvent their sound. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I love the themed month that you guys have incorporated into the show. I loved the new metal songs by non new metal bands. I didn't like some of your other ideas as much, but that's fine. I appreciate you trying. Hey. Anyway, without Roach Coach, I never would have learned and agreed that Rammstein isn't really new metal. My band, who are all now also Roach Riders for Life, Would have never realized that our newest album was much more new than we thought, Chugs for Days, but also not so new, not enough smooth choruses. I've learned so much history about the bands I listened to as a teenager in the early 2000s and all sorts of fascinating stuff about production, songwriting, etc. I've discovered so many new metal bands that are now my regular rotation due to suggestions from listeners and you three. I never would have learned any of these things if you had just stuck to canon talk and only reviewed well-known albums. So, what is the Roach Coach Podcast to me? A group of three friends listening to music, having a good time, and loosely figuring out if they think a song, album, or band is new or not. The destination is the canon, but it's really the journey and getting there, or not, that we enjoy. And that's all you need. Fuck the haters, right? Roach Rider for life, Chris.
2: Uh, Thanks, Chris.
1: Thank you, Chris.
0: Thank you, Chris. Thank you, thank you. Uh, He really said it all.
1: And, and all of that is to say, if you criticize us on Reddit, <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh,
0: th- but yeah, thank you, Chris. It was very nice, uh, very nice to hear from you and and to hear the read the kind words. And yeah, we are just going to keep keeping on. And um, yeah, I guess that's all we really have to say about that, Matt. I have a question
2: yes. and. I'm I'm going to jump around. Number one, Chris, amazing email. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's the best. Now I need to go back to uh, kick the PA. Oh. Because I, I need a clarification. Because I need to know that it's not the live version that Jonathan, Jonathan Davis did when he was on his solo tour. It might be. Because Jonathan Davis went on a tour for the Queen of the Dam soundtrack. Oh, yes. Made an an album that they only sold at those shows. So it's possible. So YouTube has a clip, which I would think he would have found. So I'm just, you know, that's why I'm asking for the clarification. But here's...
1: All right! Strong start. Check this shit out, people. This is kick the PA. You simply defy I cannot look to the sky. We try it single file. Take on oh. me,
2: Again, I don't I don't know, but because it was Jonathan Davis and the SFA.
0: This is very different.
2: Just putting it out there. Just just putting it out there for my two-second Google search. And just
0: That's very different. That's very different. Jenny, that could be it. That was Dare I say it. That was that was kind of funky. I didn't somebody order
2: something funky
0: funky ken hey guys i couldn't help but hear but jonathan davis laying down the sweet (laughs) phone he's a
1: funky boy
0: he's a funky boy ken um i just wanted to check in with you real quick see how you're doing terribly oh no
2: There's nobody on the streets anymore to get funky with, baby. I'm in quarantine twenty-four-seven now. Oh no! Are are you
0: are you quarantining because of? Did you did you get the coronavirus? Funky Cam? I am coronavirus-free. The T-Mobile store I work at riddled with it. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! Was there no mask policy, or, or was it just that you I just... don't tell people how to live. Oh, I just tell no, people Ken. to get
2: funky. Ken. Oh, Ken.
0: Ken. Oh, boy, Ken. Uh, well, answer that question. Well,
2: stay. I wear a mask, baby. That's all I can do.
0: Well, Ken, I, I want you to stay safe, buddy. And um, I'm glad that you're, you're at least wearing the mask. Um, but yeah, if you continue to do that, they will continue to shut the store down. We haven't been open all year. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Wow. I am
2: losing
1: money, baby. Well, you know, let us know if it gets too bad. We'll send up a GoFundMe for you.
0: Wouldn't it be a GoFunk Me?
1: Yeah, oh. baby, come on. Oh. Uh, all right. I you better not edit that out. I don't feel <laughs> good that about in. that at all, but I got to leave it You better not in. edit it out because I will come to the comments. <laughs> I, will, I will get the truth out. Oh, boy. All right. That's staying in. Uh, you know what? We did an
0: episode all about Drag Pipe, and we got some feedback. The first comment is from Radinsky. And I don't remember the entire context of this, but I think it's going to work all the same. He says, plot twist. I do, in fact, eat shit. Sincerely, your resident indigo curmudgeon. Hashtag FATA. Hashtag not my dean. Hashtag corn does not digest. Hashtag new metal bowels. That in and of itself, quite a comment. But then he said, P.S., Last name is pronounced Mincy. All right. Radinsky Mincy. Got it. PSS. Dragpipe sucks. All <laughs> right. PSSS. I don't eat shit. Come on, guys. But if I did, I would thoroughly enjoy it more than Lauren's bad takes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Radinsky.
1: Radinsky.
2: We got built up just to be ticketed right back down.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, yes. It's so funny. It's so funny. You stand up so tall and it's just one sweep of the leg (laughs) that (laughs) not everybody is going to like everyone's takes. I think we know that. Thank you for the feedback. Gareth Davies says Dragpipe, I see your wacky band member bios and raise you this gem. If Rob Zombie was a bartender at the edge of the universe and he poured Alice in Chains, Metallica, and a dash of Guns N' Roses into a stainless steel shaker and squeezed a tiny peel of Stevie Ray Vaughan, he'd have a delicious new drink he could name Powder Burn, which is a fun way to say unrefined underground early 2000s new metal. Now, you know, it's a straight up banger if you can get past the raw sound. As for the album of the week, it crushes. I see a very real scenario where it's the early 2000s. You're at a Velvet Revolver show and the support band Drag Pipe go nuts. Who knew at the end of the show, you ask yourself to drag pipe upstage Duff slash Scott and the boys. You're not really sure, but you definitely hit that merch table and grab a copy of the cassette because there are also a lot of the CDs You ask Jay Diablo for a signature. You've got no pen, no problem. Jay dips deep into his sweaty crack and then presses his thumb into the liner, leaving his indelible (laughs) mark. You could clone me from that, he says, and offers a handshake. You politely decline. He shrugs as you melt back into the crowd. Just another hole. Uh, A very vivid picture painted Gareth, uh, great writer. Thank you so much. Now I do think that we want to take a listen to this you know whatever Rob Zombie drink we have going. Uh, That's Powder Burn is the band Um, and the song is Now You Know. Here we go. Get
2: the fuck up! Come on! Get the fuck up Come on Yeah motherfucker coming up behind you Slap you in the fucking face and fight you Then maybe you'll learn not to fuck with me I don't wanna see you I don't wanna feel you I want to learn not to fuck with me I'll
1: break you down I'll break you down I'll break you down
0: Oh, Oh. yes, yes, yes. Wow. Barkeep, I'm going to need one of those for the whole table. I know what he's saying
2: about the raw sound because it didn't have the, I mean, I was trying to play it louder than it. And it was just a little thin in that mix. Needed a little bit of the old oomph but the song itself
0: rips. (laughs) It's a ripper. What you're going to need to do, Matt, in true 1999 style, is put it into your Sony Discman and hit that little button called Bass Boost. Bass Boost.
1: (laughs) Facebook <laughs> let me tell you if you turn it on if you're a
0: young generation if you young motherfucker if you're going on a field trip to, to Virginia Beach and you're listening to Soundgarden super unknown and you don't have the bass boost button pressed, you're a sucker.
2: What's yeah. wrong with you?
0: what are you doing
1: if with you your are life? rollerblading down Avondale Street, listening to Puff Daddy's No Way Out. You don't have your bass boost turned up. Are you a fucking clown? Get out of my neighborhood.
0: <laughs> when I was in college, still had my high school Sony Discman, because of course I wouldn't, I. And a guy whose name was Joe, true name, I'm not hiding any identities here, I asked to borrow it. I said, sure. And when he gave it back to me, the bass boost button was broken. Wow. How dare you? Because he was jamming it. I guess he was. And then, you know what? I'll just tell this quick story. He gave me a ride home from college for one of the holidays. I don't know. Thanksgiving, Christmas. And we didn't have a lot in common. Plus- He had broken the bass boost on my CD player, (laughs) but I didn't bring that up in our five-hour card ride. And we didn't really talk about much in that ride. And I think I maybe played like an album, but I basically just sort of let him control the radio. And we really couldn't hear anything because he had a radar detector that just beeped for five hours straight. Got to detect the radar. Got to detect. He was going 90 the whole time.
1: The whole time. Wow. Nothing. he had that protection.
0: (laughs) Yeah, nothing nothing really going on. It was easily one of the least eventful car rides of my life. And I found out later that he told someone that riding with me in that car for that five hours was one of the worst experiences of his life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And nothing
0: happened. (laughs) I didn't talk to him. I, we just basically just sat there in the car. <laughs> he know? didn't seem like he really wanted to talk.
1: So just let Lauren, it be, Lauren. I I gotta tell you, I wasn't sure where the story's going. <laughs> I. But <laughs> I love this story, <laughs> and I feel it on like a very deep level. <laughs> You Thank know, you um, for sharing. That. You're welcome. You know, I've,
2: I've gone through a lot of ups and a lot of downs. <laughs> I've lost friends, family. But uh, I think my lowest point was a five-hour drive with Lauren <laughs> Kuslowski. <laughs> it's I
1: remember... always humbling to find out that someone didn't enjoy your company. I've found that out about myself many
0: times. <laughs> to be told, though, that it was the worst experience of his life. I remember going... <laughs> You need that, to get out more.
1: That was?
0: I mean, if anything, what an incredibly charmed life. That's all I got to say. Hey. Yeah. I mean, interesting note. We'll just add to this story. Uh, two years later, I briefly dated his ex-girlfriend and he did not like that. And then when we broke up, they started dating again. But, I, but their breakup had been very bad and it didn't make sense why they would get back together. And I already knew the I'd already knew I mean I already been told about the terrible car experience that he apparently had had with me. And so I was like, it only makes sense, you know. He's like, Lauren did what? No. We're getting back together. At least for a couple of months.
1: Mm. <laughs> sounds like you guys really fucked up each other's lives between the the bass boost.
0: Yeah, you got a you got a real Our
1: sliding door
2: situation.
0: Relationships. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Joe and I it just never clicked. It just never clicked. Hey, there it is. We
1: have one more piece of feedback <laughs> that do. that we received. Lauren, do you want to take this one? I will take
0: this one. It's from Michael McPoopy Pants, and uh, Michael said, "Can't even tell you how excited I am for you guys to completely trash one of my favorite bands. LOL. They aren't for everyone. The vocals are goofy as shit, but beside that." They do new metal exactly how it is supposed to be done. Crunchy riffs, down-tuned all to hell. Great sequencing on this album, I believe. You've got your bangers, your slow boys, hot boys, emotional boys, and when the last song, Diablo's Handshake, really kicks in, you can clearly tell it's a wait-and-bleed ripoff, but I loved it anyway. These guys were three to four years too late, but even then I'm sure they would have lumped into the Factory 81's 40 Below Summers, Il Nino's, Relative Ash, Reveille, Primer 55 Wave, of second-generation new new bands. They were still a fun listen, and I still enjoy this album to this day. Hope you guys either enjoyed it or at least had fun doing the episode on them. Can't wait to listen. Keep on rolling. Thank you, Michael. You know what? I recall that that was a fun album. I cannot remember thinking about it, though. (laughs)
2: It just washed right over us. You know us. what?
0: Some some stick with you. I mean, I, I remember the music video images, but the song's not really there for me right now. But needless to say, I'm glad that you're a super fan, and I hope you remain a super fan of Drag Pipe. And believe it or not, that's the end of another Who's Tweeting Roach Coach episode. Woo! Another wow. hot one. Another hot one. We don't have any new Patreon people for this week. That's fine. But if you want to go over to the Patreon and donate, you can patreon.com slash Podcast. Jenny,
1: did you have any final thoughts? I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening and sharing uh, your feedback and coming along uh, on the ride with us as we shift our format a little bit. Appreciate you all.
0: That's right. That's right. We do appreciate y'all. And do keep sending that feedback and stories and thoughts and questions and mysteries to us. Podcast at gmail.com. Of course, also slide into those DMs on our Instagram or Facebook and yeah, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of that. Roach Coach and all that. Matt. I, and
2: one more thing. If you have something that you would love to see in these uh, Who's Tweeting episodes, um, Bring it to our attention because we as a group have talked that um, because we have separated the album portion from the who's tweeting portion, we could do some things that we've never done before, maybe an interview or two um, in the very far future because we have zero percent lined up. But if there's something that you would be like, man, it'd be really cool if you did this, uh, we'd love to know about it. And if it's like, hey, Matt, just uh, give us a poll that it would make it easier. uh, Let us know because that helps us help you get what you're looking from these.
1: Yeah. And if listening to this episode was the worst experience of your life, (laughs) also let us know. (laughs) Please.
0: (laughs) Please let us know. Let us know. And uh, that just brings us to the end of the episode. So until next time, Jenny,
1: thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt? Matt? Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Buh-bye. Bye bye. 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 going on the hot track. Melt like it's hot wax. Put it out. All the stores. Bet you could shop that Leave a nigga with a hot hat. Front and light. Bad boy ain't got track. Stop that.